Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. No! You all didn't know the old me, that for 40 years, Darren, I was a kamikaze. The fact that I'm alive is a miracle. How about that? I've ridden steers, jumped off cliffs, been shot and been shot at, and I survived it all. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Hello, Canada. Welcome to the Rod Peterson Show. Darren DuPont's with us. How are you, Moose? I'm good. A little out of sorts here. Oh, I noticed. Did you? Trust me, I noticed. I've been trying to rein you in here, and it's not, not been that easy. How come you're out of sorts? Is today? it ever? <clears throat> More easier than today, okay. mostly, yes. All right. It is episode number 571 of Canada's daytime sports talk show, and I say hey to all of the Canadian sports fans tuning in from around the globe, particularly our U.S. viewers. Uh, hey, we're coming to you from the bunker here. Out in beautiful Western Canada, where it's still a beautiful, uh, it's a summer day. I'm loving it. Justin Dunk coming up from three down, and I have no idea who's an hour or two. How about that? I just looked over at the guest board, and there's no guests gone. How about that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I feel like we're all a little out of sorts around here today. So buckle up and get ready to have some fun. Justin Dunk and... <clears throat> we'll see <laughs> in hour two. I do have to say this, though. It's always nice when we show up and there are gifts in the bunker. So this is from our hour two sponsor, Core Grain. And they're all across Western Canada. I've noticed their, uh, their buildings and their plants. So thank you. Uh, one of these is for you, Moose. Did they get the right size? Uh, I hope so. Did you, what, what's it say? Where, you yeah, it's with? just on the table there. XL here, and you know the way to my heart is to uh, send me a golf shirt, particularly if you're a junior hockey team. Can we hit the quick six show uh, topics, please, guys? <laughs> what flavor of coffee do you have on today for California uh, coffee? Brazilian Seven Falls. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Didn't it just sound It amazing? does sound good. Tastes as good as it sounds, yeah. Brazilian Seven Falls from Caliber Coffee, our morning coffee sponsor. Uh, number one, and for all those new viewers, because we have several new ones, these are of importance to me. And number one, it's the Blue Jays losing to the Tampa Bay Rays Tuesday night. And I was talking to my brother yesterday. He's like, what are you going to do tonight? I said, I don't know, nothing. Go home and watch the Blue Jays. It wasn't as much fun as we've gotten used to. The Tampa Bay Rays took the Blue Jays behind the Behind the shed and pulled their pants down. Game of spanking. 2 nothing Tampa Bay last night. And the Jays have only been shut out three times all year. That's the lowest in Major League Baseball. But the Rays, Mike Zanino said after the game, that was a playoff game out there today. Yep. Every at-bat, you just felt the energy. And that's what you want. And the, and the Rays just said, we're getting serious now. Hey, Blue Jays, it's been fun, but this is big boy baseball. And they spanked him. So it's a day game today to wrap up the series, 307 Eastern. And I'm interested to see who wins the rubber match. Maybe today, Moose, will be the game where we find out 
who the real Blue Jays are. You said playoff game. Those are yeah. games, and, and the Rays showed that, hey, 2 nothing game, 2-1 game, 3 We can win those games. Toronto, can you win those games? I saw Bo Bichette at the dish, back-to-back at bats in the middle of the ball game, and he struck out on three pitches in each at bat. And not close on the third one. Big breaking ball to the outside. You know, Vladdy with two on and none out, thinking this is going to be it, right? To Oscar Hernandez, who's gotten to plate or made a hit in like 12 of his previous 13 at-bats, couldn't get it done with runners on, right? They did a lot of good things, but could not get the bats going when they needed it. And in the playoffs, you need timely hitting. Getting a, you know, when you're up 5 nothing, making it 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 nothing, that's... It's easy. Mm-hmm. The other team's kind of checked out a little bit. But when you're down to nothing, can you get runners on and get runners in? The Jays need to prove that. Well, I don't know. Last night, Dan Schulman and Tabby were kind of tempering expectations. But there's a lot of games left here, which there are. It's 17 left, if my math is right. It's not always. So it's almost like they were sandbagging if the Blue Jays don't make the playoffs. And I'm like, no, 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 no. We've seen the good side. We've seen how good they can be. Let's not let them off the hook. We're excited now. Yeah, right. These playoffs are bust now. Well, and like I say, the Tampa Bay Raves proved last night that the playoffs have started. So hopefully the Jays got the message. Oh, here's Sask Health calling me now. Do you want me to take this for a bit? Hello. Hello. Good morning. E-Health. My Sask connected. I sound freaking hello there. Hello there. So I'm on the I'm on television right now. Can I call you back? Bob's your uncle. Yeah, you can call us back, or you can leave your number to call back us. Okay, that would be perfect. I'll do that. You have my phone number. Thank you very much. Thank you. You have my number, right? No, we just leave. You have to call back us, and then the, okay, or just put it. You know the callback number so that we can call you back. Okay. That's what I'll do. Thank you so much, sir. You too. You see, he never left his name. He never, he never said his name at the start. <clears throat> Do you want to know my life? I'm headed to the United States this weekend, and I'm trying to get this East health document. Need the e-health document so you can go. Yeah. Right. Prove your vaccination status. It hasn't been easy. Callback number is this. That's, well, I left that's my callback number. I'm on the air. Well, that's why I said uh, you gotta, if you want to take that and let me... Because it's an important, like that wait line is probably a couple hours deep, the, the phone call. Uh, right. And so when they call I've you back. I've been waiting like, two hours. Like I'm worried they might not call you back again. So that's why. You are. That's why I'm like, every time they call, you better take it. How would you like to be me? And all I need is the pin. They don't make it particularly easy. Anyways, moving on. <clears throat> what a day. What a day. Yeah, Roxanne, one of our sponsors, Roxanne from Rockstar Supply Chain Solutions, says, I am literally in the middle of the same thing for my whole family. It's trying. <sighs> I got a football guy in the States. He called me last night, and we were talking about Chris Jones. And I said, hey, they told me that I need this document, health document, to get into the States. He's like, no, 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 you don't. All you need is a negative test. Proof of a negative COVID test. You don't even need to be vaccinated, bro. I'm like, well, they, 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 these guys are saying exactly the opposite. Welcome to a year and how many months into this thing? Let's get back on track. What do you say? Good idea. Are you bored? 
How could I be bored? Point two, <laughs> Canada's Game of the Week. We normally do these polls on Tuesday, but it's now Wednesday. We're doing it today. Let's call it up. In the Canadian Football League, which is Canada's Game of the Week? If you can believe, leading the way, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers at the Edmonton Elks on Saturday night. It's the final game of the Winnipeg at Edmonton is leading Canada's Game of the Week. Facebook and Twitter. Does that surprise you? Extremely. And three months ago, it, it would have been Calgary and Hamilton before the season started, right? Potential Great Cup preview, the two top teams in the power rankings, all of that. Um, and the, the, you know, the storylines, Toronto, Saskatchewan, that surprises me too. Charleston Hughes coming back, Chris Jones making his return to the CFL against Saskatchewan. Riders are struggling, but Winnipeg Edmonton shows you where our viewers are coming from. Canada's game of the week, as it sits right now, is the Winnipeg Blue Bombers at the Edmonton Elks on Saturday afternoon. And I will be on Winnipeg Radio Jets at noon today with Cam Poitras, where I will declare the Winnipeg Blue Bombers are the marquee franchise in the Canadian Football League as we sit here today. That's a fact. Jack, moving on to point three. NFL week two notes. I couldn't believe this morning I was listening to NFL radio driving in, and they're all on tomorrow night's game already, Washington and the Giants. And I was like, well, that was quick. Moving on from week one, then I realized, well, it is Wednesday already. We're flying through the week, right? It's going fast. So Washington, New York Giants opens up Thursday. And let me just say this. The NFL now owns Thursday night, obviously Sunday, plus Monday. They don't play Friday or Saturday. Wonderful night for CFL doubleheaders this Friday, and they really got it right, the CFL. There's two games this Friday. And then Saturday for college football in the United States. But the way they've got it, doubleheaders in the CFL Friday, Saturday, I really like. This, this particular weekend is exactly what you want. NFL Thursday, CFL Friday, Saturday, college Saturday, NFL Sunday, Monday. Yeah. But it doesn't always stay that way. No, but it's pretty perfect now, right? Right through, so... I like it. CFL's got to stay in that sweet spot. I mean, I, I grew up on Friday night football, and I think uh, the CFL can find a really nice window if they own that day. I like it. I think Friday night's perfect for them. Um, so that's the thing. Week two begins with the Washington Giants game, and then I'm going to move on. I'm, I'm tired of Aaron Rodgers stuff. You can see that anywhere. I see that my golf ball bucket is sticking out. My high-end laptop stand. It's exposed, yeah. Yeah, I was trying to hide that a little bit. I'm not sure if I can. You don't mind, do you? As my dad used to say, it's not good for pretty, but it's good for strong. (laughs) And he would use that accent. I can see it. Even though he didn't have an accent. Uh, Point four, hockey notes. And I have in brackets junior hockey because they're in the throws. It's, it is a dog's breakfast junior hockey. Like the Moose Jaw Warriors have their black and white game Sunday. I guess they played a preseason game last night. The Pats, God's team, had theirs way last week. They've already played two games against the Winnipeg Ice. I don't know. Notre Dame Hounds just opened up their training camp, I think, last night. Estevan's been going since August. Like, what the hell? I know. I'm trying little, to stay on top of it. It's a little all over the place. Everybody's kind of playing by their own rules a little bit in terms of when you start, when you don't. But they're getting going. Like, this is happening really quickly. Usually it's end of September. You know, they dropped a puck on the season. I think now it's first week of October in the dub. Man, it's, it's coming quick. It, it, and it's, it's all good. 
But it's kind of hard to stay on top of. And by the way, Drew Koster is writing in, yours and my good friend, the Brent Sutter of the Prairie Junior Hockey League. <laughs> Morning, boys. He says his team's been going since June. It's his birthday today, by the way. So yeah. You saw that? Happy birthday, Drew. Bob's that? your uncle. Bob's your uncle. Bob's and your uncle. By the way, I saw Connor McDavid came out yesterday and said, I don't know specifically what the quotes were, but it was along the lines of the time is here, it's now or never. And Oilers are my second favorite team, although the Florida Panthers have shot up to number three, and they might be number two before, before long, maybe within a week or so. But anyways, the Oilers are still my second team. But when I saw Connor sitting there at the podium, I just... It's like hit, rewind, broken record. Connor McDavid saying this. Now's the time. It's now. It, it, I don't know, man. It feels to me like he's been saying it for a real long time. And nothing against Connor McDavid. He is obviously as good as advertised, 100-plus points in 56 games. I get all of that. But it's just like the Cowboys and Ezekiel Elliott and Gallup and those guys talking. I don't want to hear it. Go out and prove it. Where are you on that? I guess it's nice that they're doing media availabilities, but I, I don't care what they have to say. Is that just me? Uh, partly, yeah. 601, half a dozen, a little, little column A, a little column B. I don't know which way you want to describe it, but you, know, you have to do that. You have to do media interviews. You have to yes. you know, get the public in, invested. You have to you know, get... We want to read into everything. So every word that comes into, out of your mouth either makes me more confident in you, makes me more confident in the team... Makes me understand where your head is at, you know, and it leads me into what I think is going to happen on Sunday. We all want to find reasons why we think our team's not as bad as it is, and we all want to find reasons to, you know, why our team's better than we are. So, if they say something that gets you excited and thinks that the Cowboys are going to win, then that's good for ticket sales. It's good for merchandise sales. It's good for the whole organization. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't. I said it last night on the Rough Riders television show that I do province-wide. I've been doing it since 1995. And I said last night, I don't believe anything I hear ever out of the mouths Mm. of players, coaches, and presidents, GMs. I just don't believe anything. So, like, when I see these post-game newsers or the stuff like McDavid yesterday, I just want to watch the games and I'll make my judgment from there. Fair. So whether it was you got suspended for failing to provide a urine sample for a PED test, you said you couldn't go. I don't believe that. I'm sorry. I'm sure you're a nice guy. I don't believe that. I don't believe what Andrew Harris said. I don't believe what many people say when they stand in front of a microphone. I'm sorry after 34 years in this business. And yes, I am that old. So they used to let it rip. Yeah. Now they don't anymore. They don't. And now it's just you know, making sure you say the right things, you know, and you get prepped for every interview. So it's, we're working hard, doing the right things. All that speak doesn't really mean much. doesn't tell me anything about you or how you're actually feeling. When a player does go off script a little bit, I'm into that, you know, when they, when they get real, but most of it is just yeah. athlete speak or sports right. speak. My cousin Christine's watching Medicine Hat. She says, all talk and no show. Yeah, something like that. There's a lot of people like that. And Connor, like I love Connor McDavid. I love watching him play. I'm just, I don't need to see that. I guess the fans do for what you say, marketing purposes and everything. But let's just drop the puck. And Tacona Powley watching in Winnipeg says, I hear you, Rod. Move on, Connor. And go, Panthers. I agree. I'm telling you, man, Florida Panthers, that's where it's at. 
Uh, I, some quick points here before we roll. Uh, and by the way, this is the warm-up for E. Cold Electric. Moose, uh, TV ratings bonanza. It was in the column that is on rodpeterson.com right now, written by Jim Lang. The NFL season opener on Thursday was the most watched since 2015. And if I do the math, the Labor Day Classic and the CFL was the most watched in six years, which I think would be 2015. What was going on in 2015 nothing. that everybody was watching so much television? Yeah, nothing. Was there a pandemic then? What was going on? Point being, people are sitting home and watching television by, like never before. And these ratings is an absolute bonanza in both the NFL and CFL. And I think the NHL would probably follow suit. I just want to point that out. And that's why it's a blank check written to the NFL by the TV networks and maybe the CFL too. What do you think it is why the ratings are so high? We're watching. We're part of it. Yeah. No, it, there's something's drawing us to it. And I mean, people think, well, there's been nothing going on during the pandemic. Well, the NFL was around last year. Right. The NFL was around um, and the ratings are even moving up even higher. Um, they're putting in front of more people. I don't know. You know, I really don't know because the CFL hasn't played. So you can look at maybe people right. missed the CFL, but must not be a whole lot else going on in people's lives. If they're maybe the, the well, fourth wave has taken over and people aren't working. Nine point nine million watched the tennis women's tennis final for the U.S. Open and record ratings for the NFL and CFL. It's all good for the leagues. I'm just wondering what's changed. Yeah. And point six here in the warm up, which is brought to you by E. Cole Electric. Come check out our new Regina Data and Lighting Center. E. Cole Electric. Let's get to work. Is uh, is Chris Jones good for the CFL? But I'm just going to roll that over into our next segment because Justin Dunk will join us from 3downnation.com, and that would be a good place to start with him. So we're rolling. This has been the warm-up. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV network, YouTube, and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Attention listeners across the galaxy, all the way from Australia to Houston, do we have a pube problem? If so, our friends at Manscaped have cleared you for takeoff with their fourth generation and brand new Lawnmower 4.0. Kick your pubes to the next planet with a performance package 4.0. The orbits in your pants will feel like you're in zero gravity when you use the best tools for the job from the leaders in male grooming. Trust me, you're listening to a happy customer. Join the two million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get your rocket ready for takeoff by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. For a clean trinity and beyond... Your space balls will thank you. Trust me. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Uh, I'm, I'm checking the... Uh, I got so much going on here today. Two phones. I'm one of those guys. And JR in Toronto is watching on Game Plus TV, and he says, Hey, Rod, how about the Brewers outfielder Christian Yelich buying 10,000 tickets to give away to fans? Will he get a karma bump? Absolutely he'll get a karma bump out of that. And the Brewers are leading the division. Brewers are rolling. The NL Central. And Christian Yelich has always done those kinds of great community things. Can't hurt. Let's put it that way. Yeah. 
And uh, Alex from Game Plus. Hey, Alex. He has texted, hey, Rod, it's Alex from the Game Plus control room. What's your biggest surprise coming out of week one of the NFL? I said Aaron Rodgers' implosion. I wrote him back and said that. He says the Eagles' big win. So we'll come around to that. And I also got to say, listen, it's not, I'm going to put it out of the bag. I'm going to Florida Friday. How about that? There you go. I'm going to the Dolphins and the Bills Sunday. I'm going to the Florida Panthers, Nashville Predators the week after preseason games. These American teams are so aggressive. I got this text this morning. Hi, Rod. This is Courtney Campbell, manager with the Dolphins. I just wanted to introduce myself. Welcome you all to Miami. And come meet you in your seats on Sunday. Do you get that in Canada from anybody? No. No, you don't. (laughs) They're just so aggressive. They're so welcome. They want the business. They get off their ass. And that's the Dolphins. Florida Panthers, I'm telling you, they're moving on up like George and Wheezy. And it's Joel Quenville's birthday today, too. Happy birthday, Coach. I know, right? Everything's coming together. All I want is a quarter zip or a hoodie. One of the two from with which that Florida Panthers logo on. Okay. It. Navy or red? Ooh, Navy. Okay. Let's bring him in now. The Adam Schefter of the CFL. Whoa, look at this. Outside looking good. unshaven. What's up, Justin? Ah, <laughs> boys. I thought it was so nice out here, man. I gotta make it outside my office today. I love it. ThreeDownNation.com's uh, owner, proprietor, and and preeminent CFL insider Justin Dunk joining us here. I thought that maybe you were on holidays, but like we're like mid-season in the CFL. There's no way that you'd be taking time off now, GD. You had a year and a half. Yeah, that's right, Roddy. Had to get revved up for it. Can't take time off now while the season's going, you know. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Lots to get to, lots to unpack. Chris Jones, the former Cleveland Browns defensive assistant, coming back to the Canadian Football League to the Toronto Argonauts, the four-time Great Cup champion, the uh, Bill Belichick, if you will, to the CFL. I still feel that way. You heard the question I asked earlier, I think, and that is, is Chris Jones good for the CFL? Yes or no? Overall, certainly. Yeah, he does. He drives interest like it shows on your show when you talk about him, Roddy, and you guys put out your clips on social media. It shows for us in terms of our website traffic overall. He's a controversial figure. Let's just say it flat out. There's a lot of people out there in Saskatchewan that don't like the way that he left. And then there's the people that know from the football side that he instantly makes your football team better. You can't doubt that. So to me, overall, it is a net positive to have Jones in the CFL. So I agree. And I think anybody that knows football agrees. The football people, I think, think so. But the people that hate Chris Jones really hate him. The people that love him really love him. But he won't be coaching this Friday with the Argos at Saskatchewan, from what I understand. What can you tell us about COVID protocols in the CFL? Him coming from South Pittsburgh, Tennessee, to Toronto. That's right, Roddy. So he's going to have to go through sort of a similar process to what the players did when they came up for training camp because he's not right now, obviously, part of the Tier 1 personnel in the CFL and more specifically for the Argos. So he'll have to go through a mini quarantine period, let's call it. There'll be a couple COVID tests in there that he'll have to pass before he can get into that Tier 1 grouping with the Argos. And after that, Roddy, to be quite honest, I know some people have said that he's joining the staff, but Chris Jones is not resigning from his former high school 
to come up here and be an assistant or be a consultant. I fully expect him to be the defensive coordinator and call him the shots on D. Uh, okay, so let's just go back on that for a second. So this is past – is this for just 2021 or is it beyond? What do you know about the deal that he's uh, coming to Canada and agreed to with the Argos? That'll be the key, honestly, to get more details on that. From what I've heard, it's just for right now, they're focused on the rest of the year. And as you know well, Roddy, Jones is an opportunist. So he's going to come up here, get his name back in the rumor mill. And if I'm Jones, you know, I don't want to be locked down further than just this season, to be quite honest, because it clearly shows that people are still intrigued by him. His name is now hot again, I would say, because we know he's going to do a great job with that defense there, especially with the talent they have in double blue. So I would imagine he's going to want to keep his options open because you never know what vacancies can come available in terms of head coaches. And there are few with better resumes than Chris Jones. Just sprinkling in some comments here from the general in Calgary, says he's a locker room distraction. He's the coach, so I don't think he would be. From James in Borden, Manitoba, he says, three down is the best. I go there before TSN. From Larry in Medicine Hat, the CFL needs characters like Chris Jones. From Monty in Saskatoon, he says, Saskatchewan versus Toronto. He believes that's Canada's game of the week. And from Jeffrey Townen in Calgary, he says, that is a bummer. I wanted to see Ryder fans' reaction to seeing Jones on the field. (laughs) Oh, I did too. Oh, I was very disappointed (laughs) to learn that he wasn't going to be on the sidelines for Friday night's game. But we were just saying near the tail end of the last segment that NFL ratings for the uh, kickoff game between the Bucs and the Cowboys, highest since 2015 for a season opener, and the CFL ratings, as has been reported by your website, are up the highest in six years for the Labor Day Classic. What do you think the reasons are for the ratings bonanza in pro football? You know, that's a great question, Roddy. I would say overall, you know, especially for the NFL, they're just such a juggernaut that year over year you see it in Canada with the ratings on largely TSN. And yes, those games are available on CTV as well, which certainly helps that the trend for the NFL, that it's been going up and up and up. Now, I will say as a caveat to swing that back, the Labor Day Classic, as you mentioned, with the Bombers and Riders, netted almost 1 million television viewers. To put that in perspective, the Maple Leafs are sort of the gold standard of television ratings up here. You know you could put on a Leafs game, whether they're terrible or good. And obviously, they haven't won the Cup since 1967, so it hasn't happened in a while when they've actually been a championship team. But you know you're going to get a million television viewers, and usually more, especially when it's hockey night in Canada on Saturday. So the fact that that Labor Day Classic number was so high and was the highest regular season game for TSN since 2015, and that positive. But then you look at the Banjo Bowl, the rematch, it seemed like there might have been even more eyeballs, but yet that ratings overall dropped by over 400,000. Part of it was due to Layla Fernandez being in the Women's U.S. Open final. And I think another part of it was the Blue Jays being in this wild card race, and that certainly shows in the number. Game two of that doubleheader on Saturday almost had one million viewers on its own, Roddy. For Toronto, when they whipped Baltimore, coming off the game where they came back 11-10 and George Springer was the hero. So there's more competition now. Week one of the NFL was up over 500,000 viewers compared to what was last week? Week six in the CFL was the first week that it was below 500,000 this season. So now the competition's coming. We're getting a little better look at what that viewership might look like in a crowded space. 
Yeah, and don't forget, Saturday, we can attest to Canadian Brewhouse in Calgary. We had to ask to get the Banjo Bowl put on. They had Alabama Mercer as the featured game on their big screen. So, yeah, there was more competition. It was a Saturday afternoon. By the way, Hour 1 of the Rod Peterson Show is brought to you by Explore Edmonton and HSBC World Rugby 7 Series. The ultimate all-day party taking place in Edmonton, September 25th and 26th. Two eight-hour days featuring teams from across the globe in action-packed Rugby Sevens matchups. The party continues in the stands with incredible costumes and unforgettable memories. Trust us, you've never seen a party like this. Purchase your tickets today at CanadaSevens.com. Now, the latest article that went up on 3downnation.com is the Rough Riders firing volleys back at the Winnipeg Blue Bombers for the brawl for it all near the end of the second quarter <laughs> in the Banjo Bowl. Can you tell our viewers about that? Uh, neither team's really over what went down with the calls. Two Saskatchewan players being kicked out. None for Winnipeg that really, I felt, kind of set the tone for the game or changed the complexion of the game. It certainly did overall. And a few of the Rough Riders and Craig Dickinson has been vocal about this. He's talked with the league. He's hoping that there's going to be supplemental discipline coming on the Bombers' side. Now, I could see the CFL levying some fines, you know, specifically at Andrew Harris for what he did to me. That's a finable offense. And, you know, I don't want to take pocket money out of his pocket, but that's just being honest. So maybe there'll be some more that are slanted toward Winnipeg. But to your point, Roddy, that doesn't impact the game. That doesn't impact the win-loss column, which is ultimately where players' jobs are decided, and coaches as well, and personnel. So, to me, I think the Riders have a legitimate complaint here that two of our guys were kicked out and upgraded in terms of the yardage on those penalties, and Andrew Harris was not. So, even though by the letter of the law, I would have liked to see the command center come in and at least take a longer look at it. I know some people might throw up their arms and say, we don't want review, and we don't want it to make the game go longer. But to me, that was a perfect example. Go back and look at it to make sure you get the call right because that call could determine who gets first place in the West and ultimately hosts the West Final. I agree. It's a big deal. But my take on the back-to-back is in Labor Day, the Bombers punched the Riders in the mouth, and in the ensuing Banjo Bowl, they picked him up and threw him out of the cage. Like, that was domination, man. What did you see out of that (laughs) back-to-back? The Labor Day Classic was domination, but the first half of that Banjo Bowl, the Riders were in the game. And I think you already made this point on your site, Roddy, or maybe even on Twitter, that if these penalties swing a different way or if the melee doesn't happen, it could be a totally different situation. And there was also another missed call that some people are talking about that could have set the Riders up for a potential touchdown near the end of that half as well that could have made the ball game close or even given the Riders the lead going into halftime. we got to remember, it was 12-9 at halftime at IG Field for the Bombers. So it was a close ball game. So I don't think they threw them out of the cage, like you said, until the second half. Uh, C. Walker watching on YouTube says what changed the game was Cody Fajardo being knocked out. We don't have a status update per se on Fajardo. We practiced a bit, I guess, with Saskatchewan on Tuesday, but uh, not good news for the Riders if this guy's hurt. It's not, certainly. Ideally, you'd rather have Cody Fajardo in there. He was limited in practice. The Riders are confident and hopeful which to me are two words that sort of counteract each other but they're really hoping that Fajardo can play on Friday against the Toronto Argos and certainly have a better shot no disrespect to Isaac Harker but with Fajardo in there to win that ball game and overall you just hope Fajardo is healthy because he's such a rising star in the league
Uh, on YouTube, a viewer goes by the handle Austin, Texas of the North. I'm guessing it's somebody from Austin living in Canada. I'm not sure. But he says, howdy, partner. It feels like the CFL is hiding the protocols related to COVID. It doesn't seem clear to me. Thoughts? Well, you've posted them, Justin. <laughs> I've seen them. I've had them sent to me. I don't think the CFL is hiding anything. How do you feel about that comment? I don't think the CFL is hiding anything. But if he would have said, is the CFL enforcing them to the letter of the rules, then I would say that he certainly has a complaint. I'll give you an example, Roddy, and I won't name the player, but last week I was told that when some of the teams were coming off the field, I won't even say the game, but that there were individual players that had, let's call them, handlers with them, and there were certain players that were not allowed to do handshakes with other players. So that, to me, makes me wonder, well, if a player is not allowed to do a handshake with another player, how are they allowed to step between the white lines and potentially face them face-to-face on the football field and tackle and go up for a ball and all the things that happen within a football game, but you can't shake his hand after the game? That, to me, doesn't make any sense. So what I'm getting at here is I think there's more going on behind the scenes, and I just wish with the CFL, like so many other things, that it was consistent enforce the rules that you've laid out instead of making it up as you go along. Oh, couldn't agree more. And uh, the Argos are coming to town today. And I was, some of them wrote me last night. They're like, we're coming to town tomorrow. Let's get together. I'm like, can you? And they're like, yeah, we are. We're good. (laughs) So I just, I don't know. I'm not in the league. If you say that we can get together, then sure, let's get together. I'm looking forward to it. Hey, lastly, uh, Chase Claypool is making highlights already through week one for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Uh, how much you follow when they pursue uh, the, the, the career this season, season two of Chase Claypool? Certainly all over it. And with what he's done, he worked with TJ Husmanjada again. TJ Husmanjada, I should say, again in the offseason. And he really wanted to work on sort of his craft as a receiver. And you can see that in week one. He goes up and makes that dynamic catch that not too many receivers in the league can make. Now, I just want to see him get more targets in that offense. It's understandable. You have Deontay Johnson, you got Chase Claypool, you got Juju Smith Schuster, you have Najee Harris, who's really nice out of the backfield. But I think Chase Claypool is an absolute superstar if they just feed him some more targets. Yeah, absolutely. The Coquitlam BC product. I'm just looking up his stats from last year. What did he end up with touchdowns last? Was it 11? It was a 11 total, nine receiving. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, that was a rookie record for the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. So we're watching it very closely. Justin, thanks for this wonderful update, my man. Enjoy the beautiful outdoors and we'll catch up soon. Keep up the great work at three down. Sounds good, fellas. You two over there as well. Keep it cooking. Keep it hot. You bet, buddy. The CFL's number one insider right there. You're looking at him. Justin Dung from threedownnation.com. We'll be right back with a sports update. Uh, Maybe we'll turn it over to you, the viewers. Today has just been a lot of fun, Moose. You're watching on Game Plus TV, YouTube, and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now, back to the studio with Rod. Welcome back. I'm just updating the sports update, and I'll get to that in a moment. Just want to tell you to please, 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 we got 19 minutes left in hour one, brought to you by Explore Edmonton. 
and the Rugby World Sevens, send us a note if you're watching on TV. 306-840-8777 is the number to text. Oh, the sponsor thing's coming up on the screen. Too many to, to mention. That's a good thing, right, Moose? That's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good thing. So, from Lindsay Lynn Yankee on Facebook. Good morning, guys. Good morning, Lindsay Lynn. Thanks for checking in. You said you were going to give me that soundboard. Ding! I could do it with like a doorbell ringing or like on a chimes yeah. of a coffee shop. Yeah. What's happening? Working you on. got so much stuff I going know. on. I know. My favorite four words in broadcasting. We're working. we're working on it. I hear it a lot. Wayne in Victoria, B.C. watching. He says, if you've watched the NFL, then it looks like they're over COVID and moving on to normalcy. <clears throat> right. This morning, six unidentified members of the New Orleans Saints coaching staff, a player and a nutritionist, have tested positive for COVID-19. Two people familiar with the situation said Tuesday morning. Source said the entire Saints coaching staff had been vaccinated. Later uh, Tuesday, Michael Thomas, who was already was ineligible to play the first six games while on the club's physically unable to perform list, was placed on the Saints' COVID-19 reserve list. The names of most others who tested positive were not expected to be released in the short term because of federal medical privacy laws. And frankly, the only reason I bring this up is that we are in Canada, and really the only thing going on right now is the Blue Jays and the CFL, so everybody's dumping on the CFL. And it's, I want you to know that every league's going through this. Moose, what's your take on all of this? Anything? No, really. Everybody's going through it. So you can only handle them one situation at a time, right? There's no manual for this. There's no, unfortunately, we want to put out blanket rules and hope that we can adhere to them, right? Yeah. But at the end of the day, the leagues and the teams are trying to make the best outcome from every situation. And we want it even in the, look at the Canadian Football League and COVID and the 85% rule and we want to, you know, cancel the game and you're not paid because you're not 85% vaccinated. But in that situation, when they, when the Elks have the, the outbreak, we still want to be able to do whatever we can to make it the best possible outcome. Not, well, those are the rules. Those are the rules. You can't go, you know, like I'm, you know, looking at flights to go do games on the road. Yeah. Well, the flights aren't always available like they were before. And you might not be able to get to the game. So because there's no flights and we always fly, you might not be able to go. Well, no, I'll get in a car and drive, right? Like, let's look for some alternative ways to make things better. They're just going to make the best of the situation that they can. I was talking to another football guy in Vegas yesterday who said every one of those 85,000 fans or whatever it was at Allegiant Stadium on Monday Night Football, they all had to upload their COVID status. I believe this is right. Not necessarily vaccination status, but COVID status into an app to get into the game for the Vegas Ray. All of them. And they all did it. And I've had two, three calls now from the Miami Dolphins about Sunday's game against the Buffalo Bills. I'm just like, where do you guys have the time? How big is your staff? But they care. Yeah. It's, It's blowing my mind how much they're taking care of this in the National Football League. I just can't wait to get down there. Uh, Jeff in the zones watching on YouTube and he says, good morning, Darren and Rod. What's you guys game prediction for the Rays and Jays today? Well, here's a preview. Toronto lefty Robbie Ray scheduled to start against Tampa Bay righty Michael Waka 
at Rogers Center. Toronto's all even with the Yankees and Red Sox in the battle for the AL wildcard spots after last night's 2-0 loss to Tampa. If you're asking me if it comes down to pitching, particularly in this game, and Robbie Ray's contract is up, and he's a Cy Young contender, i got to go with the Blue Jays in a low-scoring game. I believe they're going to lock it down. They are favored, by the way. I just checked the line with our official betting partner, betregal.net. And it is a 307 first pitch at Rogers Center. Moose, what do you think today? Jays. Okay. Jays win. Dodgers lefty Julio Urias tries to become the Major League's first 18-game winner when Los Angeles hosts the Arizona Diamondbacks tonight. Urias has won four straight starts and is 8-0 with a 1.79 ERA in 13 starts since a June 21st loss at San Diego. Pirates players and coaches will wear number 21 to mark Roberto Clemente Day, celebrated by Major League Baseball on the start of Hispanic Heritage Month. Players from Puerto Rico, annual Clemente Award winners, and this year's Clemente Award nominees also have the option to wear the number of the Hall of Famer who died in a plane crash on a humanitarian mission in 1972. You know, we were talking about how bad the Pirates were for the last 30 years, but again, in the 70s, they were a juggernaut, and he was the reason. CF Montreal is at Orlando City tonight in one of eight MLS games on the schedule. Montreal had its seven-game home unbeaten streak snapped in its last game Sunday with a 1-0 loss to Nashville SC. Do you think if I took in an MLS soccer game live that it might hook me just like auto racing did and NLL did. Do you think? No. Um, yes and no. I think, I think it will, might start to hook you. You might enjoy it a little bit. You might think it's fun. Um, only one way to find out. Go. Go. Exactly. Well, it's like the NBA. I grew up on a farm 30 miles south of here where you wouldn't see a person for three days. Let alone a basketball Yeah, game. the only beings <laughs> you had to talk to were cattle. Mm. And there's no basketball on TV. Oh, my God. NBA? What? Right. But I went to a neutral site game between the Hawks and the Timberwolves. I'm like, I love this. So I'm saying this could happen with MLS. Yeah. But a lot more action in hoops than soccer. That's right. That's so right. So there's that. NASCAR. We'll open the 2022 season inside Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum and one of the biggest shakeups to its schedule in years. The annual exhibition class, clash has been held at Daytona International Speedway since 1979, but it will shift to Los Angeles next year. The invite-only race was always the kickoff to competitive NASCAR racing and held the week before the season opening Daytona 500. Only time in my life that I have lost my mind on a bus driver was outside L.A. Memorial Coliseum. Were you with me? No. I was hosting a sports tour, and I had 60 people with me. I have 55, whatever the bus held. And the bus driver drops us off at one corner of L.A. Memorial Coliseum. Let's say the northwest corner. He's like, I'll see you all here, right here, after the game. Some of our people had a little age on them, you know what I mean? Like they yeah. weren't that mobile. We're there after the game, no bus. He was at the southeast corner. Had to trek everybody around. He's like, well, I didn't know. I didn't know where to park. I, di I didn't know this is the first year the Rams have been back. I'm like, the stadium's been here for over 100 years. How could you not know where bus parking is? Right. And I was only mad on behalf of the people that I was hosting. I'm not normally that guy.
But that's what I think of every time I see the Los Angeles Memorial County Coliseum. Viewer takeover. When we come back, you are watching the RP show on the Game Plus television network, live streaming daily on YouTube and Facebook and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Test your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now, back to your host, Rod Peterson. Uh, welcome back. Some interesting stuff going on. How are you doing, Moose? I'm Put great. your mic in there, man. I'm great. I'm great. You got so much stuff going on over there. How are things in your uh, neck of the woods? They're good. They're good. Always busy. You but, are. But we're good. Um, I said it's viewer takeover. And Allie in Edmonton writes in. She says, morning, RP show. Belated congrats to Darren from Kevin and I for his award. Definitely well-deserved. Have a great day. Do you want to hold that up again? Thank you. One. Yeah, I didn't get the glove. The Paragon Award. I think that's the camera you want to hold it up to there. Oh, or that one there gonna, you go. I knew they were going to move it. Young Entrepreneur of the Year. Thank What's you. the cutoff line on that? Thank you. For age, do you uh, know? This is the last year I was eligible. Is that right, huh? So I'll never be beaten, I guess, because I'm not eligible next year. It's under 35. Next year, you're swinging with the big boys, I guess. Oh, boy. I guess. You're going yeah. into the shark tank. I guess. We were sitting there watching the banjo bowl the other day, and he's getting antsy. He's like, I got, I got to get moving. I'm a shark. <laughs> Sharks don't sit still. Yeah, like, would you totally just dying. hang on? We still got some jalapeno poppers here to finish and some ribs. Oh, so good. Right? It was good. Ray watching in the six. Kitchener, Ontario area. Morning squad. Random thought. How embarrassing are the Baltimore Orioles? Great Monday night football game. Have a good day. Couple randos from Ray in Kitchener, Ontario. I just came across that bunny hug that he sent the other day. I love the Kitchener Rangers bunny hug he sent us. Oh, yeah. You, you had the pullover. I got the jacket. Yeah. I'm going to be busting that thing out. But, I mean, that is thermal to minus 60. Can't wear it in here. It'll die. That's right. So I got to wait till the snow flies. I got a lot of gear to bust out once the snow flies. When I said we get a lot of things going on, I went to betregal.net. And uh, to, listen, if you sign up for the free sports book, which I have, You don't have to lay any money down, which is probably a safer thing for me and you. And you get a 1,000 bet regal points per month to play, just to have fun. What else could you want? That's perfect. And I was talking to, can I say, a football guy yesterday. Uh, He's not in the league right now, but he's betting on games. And he says, you got to get your bets in now, man, because these lines are a little off. For instance, Banjo Bowl. Bombers favored by 1.5, and they won by 20. I'm so bad at me. 24 points? What's 33 minus 9? You're the math guy. 33 minus 9? 24? Yeah. Okay, so they won by 24. The line was one point. Yeah. So he won some cool cash. And he goes, I bet you Bet Regal doesn't care. They just want me to sign up. I'm like, bingo. Right. That's right. So they haven't set the lines yet for this week's games. That's what I went to look. Betregal.net. Sign up today for the free sports book. Coming up next hour, we've got Brendan Batchelor, the voice of the Vancouver Canucks. The uh, first hour has been brought to you by World Rugby Sevens in Edmonton coming up in late uh, September. See you after this break. 
For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.